Yes, we are reaching the end of the season very, uh, very, very rapidly. And I am Bully G with you to try and give you some last-minute advice for this run home, whether you're overall or second week of head-to-head. And I've got Ryan MS to join me backing up two weeks straight, mate. You're in the thick of the action in head-to-head. And, um, mate, now it's it's all happening right now. Yeah, that's right. It's... uh. I'm in the second week for one of them, and I got I got the week off for the other. So, uh, yeah, so I've got a I've got a foot in each camp uh, this week. Well, that will help with quite a few of our listeners. I think I'm in one of the consolations still. So I'm going to keep throwing punches until there's no no more to throw, and um, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to help you help you out as well. Um, looking at last week's. Uh, best, well, Joe Tarpany, gee, he enjoyed running at Luke Brooks and Kevin Naguama all day. 138 Supercoach points for him. Um, Mitchell Moses, I thought he also looked really good against the Dragons, and he led the way, being the dominant half now with Corey Norman, moved back to fullback, made it. Uh, mate, mate, hey, really, uh, 134 points for him. Tommy Jaborovic, he was simply brilliant. The difference between the two teams there at Brookvale Oval, uh, between Manly and the Bulldogs, 111 for him. And it just goes to show Roger Tuovasashek, they're playing the Bulldogs this week, coming off a big game already. Should have another big one this week. On the back of that, we know the Bulldogs have struggled against fullbacks all year. Um, a converted fullback who bobbed up everywhere, uh, Ryan, was Jared Hayne, 103 points. And this is the guy that just keeps on keeping on, although we knew he had some good matchups left, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Look, we said it last week um, with Parramatta's team that they'd swap around and be given licence to roam. Um, that's exactly what Hayne did, and he ended up with a first-half hat-trick, uh, despite a massive um, gash on his cheek or chin yeah. <laughs> um, in a bizarre little bandage situation that he had there. Uh, but, yeah, he did well. Um, and I know you've been, you'd been spruiking him for a few weeks before um, he started, uh, you know, putting together some scores. So... Um, it's a good pick. Yeah, it gets tougher this week against the Storm, uh, obviously, and they'll be fired up. Two losses in a row. Bellamy gave me that gave them a bit of a spray in the um, post-match uh, presser. Um, so I'd, I'd say that Harry will find the going a little bit tougher this week, mind you. If he can just cross for a try, he'll probably reach you know at least his his par. Um, maybe not quite the upside he's had in the last few weeks. Josh Papali, plenty of upside there, despite the fact the Raiders are struggling. 100 points for him. Matt Lodge, Ryan, I'm just wondering if he's the guy to go to now. Um, pretty much, um, if you're looking for a trade in the front row, 97, his ribs are fine now, and he's just playing at an extremely high level. Yeah, he is um, going very nicely. Um, he's on the back of a four a four-game run of um, really good scores, um, yeah. stretching back to ni- round 19 against the Panthers. He got 81, then the Sharks, 79. Then the Bulldogs, uh, admittedly a game where the uh, Broncos got thoroughly beaten, he even uh, nabbed 62, and then a 97 for the recent Cowboys game. Yeah, guys like Fafida yeah, guys. on the way out, and um, 
a lodge on the way in, really. Tamalolo, 95, but is suspended for this week. Gee, he's been going strong. Reagan Campbell-Gillow, another front row with a big game, 93. Keep them going. Ryan James, 92. And then we get into some of those flashy backs like Daly Trevens, 91. Val Holmes, we'll talk more about him later in the show, 89. And Roger Tuivasa, check that man. I mentioned up the top, 89. For him as well, let's go to the injuries now for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. We start with Gareth Widdop, St George, Illawarra, um, the half 5'8th and captain, suffering a dislocated shoulder in the Dragons' loss to Parramatta. Um, initial scans were positive, indicate non-operative management at this stage. So I guess the rate of progress, um, as the Dragons' website's reporting, through the early stages of rehab will dictate his return to play trajectory. Not a lot of information there, Pat. As said, sounds like he got away with no major damage, but I think the best-case scenario is four weeks. Although, if they need a win to make the semis, he may just strap it up and play in the last round, Ryan. Not really good enough um, for us. If you own him in Supercoach, he's dropped a ton of point, a ton of price as well, a ton of his salary. But um, still probably a guy that you trade out if you have any trades left to use oh yeah absolutely um it's just not not viable really i guess um given the amount of time left and um yeah it's yeah unfortunately just yeah it can't happen that man back in the injury report again for about i don't know fourth time this year wade graham um, leaving the field late in the first half of that uh, Sharks win over Melbourne on the Sunday. Um, he had scans yesterday. It revealed he'd only picked up a minor medial injury. It will rule him out of this Saturday's clash with North Queensland, although he has been named in the 21. Um, he did say last night you know, on Fox it wasn't too bad, but he will be out this week. And, you know, who knows? Maybe going towards the finals, but he's hoping not. Pat reckons one week sounds... One week off should be about right. So maybe this game against the Cowboys, Cronulla hoping they can sort of scoot through it and then he's back for some big games at the end of the season. James Maloney, scans have revealed the full extent of the knee injury suffered by Panthers playmaker James Maloney in the win against Gold Coast. The grade 2 medial ligament injury in the final moments of the first half. He did finish the game but he will be sidelined indefinitely at this stage. Pat says I reckon he is in trouble and it might be hard to get back until the second week of the semis, grade two. Um, not good there. News for James Maloney. Tyrone May becomes an interesting one. Some good matchups playing the opposite Nathan Cleary. He should get you know plenty of opportunity with the defence trying to target in on Cleary. We know that Tyrone May, Ryan, has done very well in the past, super coach wise. So maybe if you don't have a lot of money, you could look at him as a point of difference. Yeah, he's an absolute um, option because, well, he's a dual position player, but, I mean, that doesn't really matter because you're fullback covered. But um, so far, look, you know, last season he did quite well. I mean, uh, he's he still did. got he's still managed 270 so far this season in five games. So that is, you know, the games he played the full amount of minutes. Um, he's definitely worth looking at if you need it. If you've got the trades. Yeah, and that would be sort of a widow to May sort of thing. If you didn't, if you had one trade left and you just got to make a move, maybe that's what, what you're looking. Um, but it is a risky move compared to some other options that we'll talk about a bit later. Rabbitohs won't 
be rushing Greg Inglis back to cover for Alex Johnston. Johnston felt tightness in the hamstring um, on the week on Friday night and left the game very, very early. They basically said they're not going to take any chances with him, but the physio on the website saying don't expect him to miss too many games at all. Meanwhile, Inglis won't be ru- rushing back because he's got a broken thumb. Obviously, hard to see how that will go. Um, potentially back in another, another week, but but again, the physio on the South, the South physio and Pat both saying, look, it's too hard to say because then you're not really rehabbing a, a broken thumb. Just going to have to wait and see on that one. Johnston, Pat says, it sounds like he has ongoing problems. They might need to go slow with him, maybe even three to four weeks. That's a big blow for Souths if it is the case. Um, and final, and a couple more. Jared Weger Hargraves um, was taken for scans at full time after experiencing some discomfort in its broken ribs. He'll be sidelined for up to four weeks. Pat saying, look, four weeks is probably the best case scenario, but he is a tough bugger, might soldier on if needed. We've seen it. We just talked about Matt Lodge earlier in the show. Uh, guys have been playing through this. Not good for, for Supercoach. Not that Weger Hargraves is own much, but if you're looking at other options there, maybe um, you know there's a couple of other Roosters player, Victor Radley, probably one that comes to mind the most but um, there probably are better options still elsewhere and we just should mention Ryan Hoffman Ryan might be done um, for good, essentially with the hamstring. Yeah, yeah it's a bit of a shame for him um, apparently he's uh, I saw his note on Twitter before he's um, not giving up. He's going straight to straight to the rehab, and um, you'll see how it goes. Uh, but it, he's got to be a a long shot, and that's if Melbourne can go deep into the uh, into the finals. Fairy tale finish or a finish like that is one extremely other it looks like for Ryan Hoffman and that is the Coogee Health and Injury Care Report. Um, and of course, you can go visit Pat. Go. Um, via our website www.supercoachpros.com follow the links there on the top right hand side and you can get 20% off your first visit highly recommend it not just sporting injuries back and neck as well is his specialty so go visit Pat if you live in the Sydney region or eastern suburbs region there at Could You Bay Health and Injury Care let's move on to this week now and the team changes uh, that Thursday night game Brisbane v Souths we have seen a few changes with Matt Lodge Josh Maguire, Tavita Pangai and Jordan Kahu all coming into the starting lineup of Hengawe and Fafita keep their spots but on the bench. No Margo or Shibasaki, although they are reserves. As we just said in, in the Kujibay Health and Injury Care Injury Report, Alex Johnston is out. Um, so Dane Gagai will move to fullback. Um, Homel Hunt goes on to the left wing with Braden Burns and Tyrrell Fuamonu becoming the centres. Now, interesting Marwanini Hiroti is on the interchange, but I'm wondering, with Hunt put on the wing, whether he's actually thinking, Seabol's actually thinking he'll play Hiroti there and Hunt on the bench, Ryan. Um, look, that is always an option, um, because Hunt, I guess, has a, a bit more, um, well, A, experience, and B, um, his size means he can play mm. um, different positions. Probably could spend some time um, second row. Um, you know, yeah, he's done it. Or, you know, to. he has done it before. Um, however, on the flip side of that, uh, Burns was very creative. I thought in the um, 
in the previous game against the Roosters, so perhaps, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I just wonder uh, why they moved Burns after that good game on the wing to put Hunt out of position, unless he's already kind of thinking that Herodi might get a shot and he's just trying to hide him from the media by naming him at 14 rather than at 2. Yep, that's a, that's a good call. Um, it probably is a shame a guy like that with a lot of super coach upside is coming in at this stage of the year because we can't do much with it. But um, if he Put was, him on the watch list for 29 hours. Yeah, if he, if he doesn't <laughs> go up in price too much, he'll be a good one for next year. Manly v the Gold Coast, um, just a simple change there with Paseca moving to the reserves, Lloyd Parrott back on in the 17. Brinko Lee also back for Gold Coast. Interesting to see that AJ Brimson's playing fullback right now. Um, didn't go so great supercoach-wise, but he looked the goods. And um, I think he might do some damage there if he remains there. Not sure how long Michael Gordon's going to be out for. Uh, Melbourne, well, we mentioned Ryan Hoffman out. Chase Blair is the new interchange player there. And uh, Parramatta have um, got Tim Manor back. Oregon Kafusi, another youngster getting a shot on the bench with no Will Smith or Kane Evans. James Maloney's out. And Jack Hetherington for the Panthers. So May, Tyron May, as we said earlier, 5'8", James Tamau back at prop. Um, the Knights, no changes with them, although Callum Ponga is in doubt, so keep an eye on our tweets at Supercatch Pros, and we'll let you know before each game. That could be one where you need to have an, uh, have an alternative at fullback. Mahe Fanua is back for the West Tigers, moving Kevin Naguama to the, ring, to the wing, and our MWZ going back to the reserves. Also, Chris Lawrence back. So we'll probably see Cheekham move back to the right edge, I'd assume, with Chris Lawrence coming in in his preferred left edge side. Matt Eisenhut named on the interchange for now. That could change come kickoff. Jacob Little also making way, but he's still in the 21. No Gareth Whitup for St. George. So it's Kurt Mann that's got that position. And Luciano Lelou has been named on the bench again. He may end up starting. We'll note that Tyson Frizzell would move into the middle and Tarek Sims would move to the right edge if that was the case in that game. Um, Wade Graham, we talked about in the uh, Could You Be Health and Injury Care injury report. He has been named as a reserve, but not likely to play. Kurt Capel's back, and Scott Sorensen will start with Capewell. Likely to get similar minutes from the bench. We just said about Jason Tamalolo being outspended earlier in the show. So John Asiata takes his spot. Lachlan Lewis back for the Bulldogs, which gives them some uptick against the Warriors, who are unchanged. And the Raiders, uh, Ryan, have finally made that change. Brad Abbey back to fullback. Nick Kotrick to the wing. Long over due because um, neither looked comfortable. No, absolutely not. Um, Kotrick, without the ball in defence, does not look... Very comfortable at fullback at all. Um, was proved yeah, last yeah. week and the week before. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just can't quite um, figure out the structure, which, I mean, look, the guys only played a couple of games in the top in the top grade at, at that position, so you're bound to get that kind of um, issue. But uh, <laughs> well, the intercepts he went for, instead of just taking the man with the ball, was that yeah, in the last was, two weeks. Yeah, that was not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he looks far more dangerous on the wing, and um, Abby is a guy who has played the fullback position, um, so I, I think that's probably an upside for the for the Raiders. Finally, as we mentioned earlier, Warrior Hargreaves out, so Dylan Napa will play prop 
in that same game against Canberra with Nate Butcher coming onto the bench. Notable um, predictions for this round. Tommy Trebrovich leading the way against the Gold Coast. We know the spine players should do well against the Gold Coast. Tommy T's uh, should back it up from last week against the Bulldogs. Don't be afraid to put the captain on him or James Tedesco, second top. Moses Embi did pretty good. Um, for the Tigers last week against the Raiders and Tedesco is a big upgrade on Embi, so expect him to do well. Tyrone May, we just talked about, well, they're playing the Knights, so if you're going to bring him in, bring him straight in. Um, you know, he's still sort of at a reasonable price, probably will even a, a good game will see him lose a bit because he hasn't been playing a lot of minutes, uh, but then he should rise after that. Damien Cook, as he is every week, right up there as well. Sean Lane, Robbie Farah, Sam Burgess, uh, Roger Tuvasashek, other big names that we'll be keeping an eye on. Joe Tarpany, is there any... I mean, he's been outstanding, Ryan. Is there any sort of thought about him? Not a lot of buzz about bringing him in super coach wise and the Raiders are sort of gone, playing a tough tough outfit in the Roosters. Mind you, the Roosters have given up their fair share to edge runners all year. Yeah, look, it's an interesting one. Um, he's only been picked in seven, like, you know, 7% of teams. Um, and he's averaging 64. He's, you know, at this stage, he's 592. So if you needed a point of difference, I don't think he's a bad option. Yeah, I think he's definitely um, top, top 10 for the position. Yeah, bring in. Um, like obviously a massive game against the Tigers, but even against the Panthers the week before, he got 60, um, Bulldogs 87. Um, in fact, he loves playing against the Tigers because he got 112 <laughs> against them um, in the in the round 15 fixture. So, look, he's turning, yeah, any, anyone could see that that right side is the side to go for the Raiders. Um, and Tarpney is... Yeah, he's in some pretty good form. He's got two guys um, outside him as well who are in some good form, so that could be that kind of partnership. I think he's he's a dual-position player, so I think he's a good pod if you need that If you need that real point of difference. 14th highest rated on the predictor for the end of the year. 203 total points over the That's next three rounds. Top 20 uh, player. Higher than Kikau, Fitzgibbon, Madison, James... That's huge. That Arrow. is huge, and he Josh was possibly Pyron, a sleeper. Like the price doesn't say he's a sleeper, but yes, yeah. their amount of selections do. Yeah. So have a, have a good long think about that. Andrew Fafita's on this list. We need to know that because he's been disappointing the last couple. You might be thinking of moving on from him. This um, predicted for this week might give you some pause for that. Coming up against a big North Queensland pack, albeit without Tom Malolo. Um, Ada Carr's on this list. We know that the Eels have strengthened in recent weeks, so that might be a little bit of a misnomer. Um, as we see at this time of year, sometimes the predictor against teams that have been at the bottom all year, um, they make a few adjustments and their defence isn't quite as bad anymore, so we've got to be wary of that when we're reading the predictor um, in this late stage of the season. Ryan James has a nice uptick against Manly. He had a good game last week, Ryan, to your chagrin, um, <laughs> because you left him on the bench. That's why... Even if you're part of the program, you've still got to double-check the app and double-check our tweets because I'm pretty sure I had Ryan James listed there as best. Um, yeah, that was, that was, the, that was the fail of the rest. Nathan Cleary is 
uh, the hero of that same game. He's on this list for this week, as is Angus Crichton, who's been very solid for your team, and Veal kick out as well. Um, look, just go to the go to um, the predictor. If you, surely you've got it by now. Check all these things out. Rest of year. Damien Cook leads the way by a mile, but then you've got Tommy T, Reese Martin, Robbie Farrah, James Tedesco right up there. And you've got guys like Sam Burgess, Sean Lane, Andrew Fafida, and Angus Crichton, and Jake Chaborovic, Cohen Hess, um, and obviously um, Tarpany and Kikau, who, who we talked about earlier. And you can go find the app at our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Got the price rises and falls in there as well to have a look at if you've still got a couple of trades left, but probably at this point you might be on to your last trades. It'd be good just to talk a tiny bit of tactics before we get into the tweets, Ryan. Um, If you've got a couple of trades left, are you using them this week or are you watching or does it really just depend on if it's head-to-head, I guess, if, if you've got the week off or not? Yeah, absolutely. If you've got the week off, you can afford to wait. Then you have that brilliant luxury, so you can really strike in that next in that next round when you have to make a count. Um, if you're battling for your life, um, then I would say this is the time. So you might as well just yeah push push all your chips in. Um, yeah, and just look at your opposition's team as well. I had the case where um, I went a, a little bit of a wild captain pick in one of my um one of my games which was um Reese Martin. Um he didn't do so well but uh my opponent also had Reese Martin decided well he's just gonna follow the captain so he doesn't lose out on that captaincy because he felt that he had the um you know the better pod players. Um which he ended up um he did by um a good margin in the end. So that's a good tactic to to go with if you're not sure in your captain choice just you can just follow the other the other person as long as you're you're right on it and they don't change it just before uh just before the games happen yeah and martin was probably the only one on that top 10 predictor that didn't come through this week and probably if you think about it lachlan lewis is you has been his um left half for the last yeah. little bit and the fact that he was a late withdrawal, probably also um, Martin. I also Captain Martin on the ba- basis of the predictor, but I think um, there were a few others there that weren't far below him on the predictor doing a little bit better. As it turned out, um, he should bounce back this very week, I would imagine. Yep. Um, I'm probably looking at making my last trade this week because it is um, well, it has been sudden death for me uh, from last week, so I'll just continue doing that. Um, I was able to eke out without a trade, without using a trade last week, eke out the win. Um, so, you know, again, the mid-season, we talked about it last week, but the mid, mid-round mid trades, I should say, can come in handy. But do your, do your research beforehand. Make those trades, what you're thinking of doing. Make sure if you've got a sub positions that none of those guys would have played yet before you before you actually execute the trades and make sure if you have been researching, you've been practicing trades, you reverse them before lockout and you can make them for real when the round's going through. Let's go on to these tweets now. Rob Elkington asking, I'm into the semi-finals of my head-to-head, so I have a week to spare before I have to trade. Alex Johnston probably has to go, but his price drop has hurt me on moving sideways. What are your thoughts? I'll read out his team. It's um, Turbo and Teddy at the back, Madison, Asako, Masters and Mitchell in the centres with Johnston, Tuala and Olive also there as, um, his, as his, I guess, reserves. Walker and Munster at 5'8", Cleary and SJ in the halves. Pretty stacked 
Ryan. He's wondering if he should get rid of Madison. Um, he's only got one trade left, so if he went Johnston out, you know, he's probably not getting the 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 biggest name out there. He certainly couldn't pick up a, a Val Holmes, which is probably your, your top rated right now. Although Madison himself is rated quite highly um, these last three weeks too. Yeah, look, it's a tough one um, because Madison um, last game against the Rabbits and um, he, he played the five eight role, but he, he's only number six in number only because he was just an extra forward. He really, he barely, um, there was really no ball playing or anything like that from him. Um, and I think, was it the week before against the Cowboys that he did the same? Yeah. Yeah, it's and not, so both both yeah. games he scored 31 and 26. So he's that's not, not running really... the ball enough. Like when yep. he plays on the edge, he's getting those balls from the likes of Kronk, you know, yes. maybe even Keery, but... He's just feeding. He's position. just feeding players yeah, at the moment. He's defending. Um, so I don't know if the predictor, the predictor's looking at how he's, well he's done all year in the, as an edge runner. It's not sort of recognising he's not playing that role right now. It's just looking at the different matchup. Yeah. Um, so a quality half would be tearing it up with with his opportunity, but he doesn't have that same ability. Oh, I wonder. Do you look at some? some cheaper options do you take a pun on like a Kurt Mann now playing 80 what about Braden Burns you know looked good last week um, I think best matchup Bra- yeah look I think Braden Burns is a chance um, because well he got 72 against the Roosters um, and he is going to play the 80 he's much cheaper I mean at, really, at that stage it doesn't really matter but it is a good well, you could just yeah, you could just swap Olive or Tuala out rather than lose Johnston. So if Johnston did come back in a couple that's right. of weeks, you've still got it. I mean, that, that's right. I don't know. I don't know if you were. I don't know. If he's got the week off anyway. I don't really look at anyone that's going to rise or drop in price enough to, no. to change. I mean, Cameron Munster is a guy that if you really wanted to sort of get something happening. You know, I'd look at that as an option. Um, or maybe he hasn't given us the forwards, but maybe Madison switches to the forwards. You know, but I wouldn't be making it this week. I don't think anyone's due to go that much up in price that he's got to make a move this week. He could lose somebody through injury. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think, yeah, safety is the best policy for this one, for this week. <laughs> Mr. Smith asks, hey guys, who to play out of Madison Hopewati or Gutherson, thinking Madison based on the matchup. Also, is James worth playing as well this week? Well, we know James is. We mentioned him earlier in the show. Ryan Madison, we've just talked about um, how good he should go, but the fear is he's not playing that style. Um, the problem for Mr. Smith, Ryan, is neither Hopewati or Gutherson have very good matchups at all. In fact, they're quite terrible. Warriors have been able to shut down opposing backline members, particularly fullbacks all year. Um, and Gutherson's up against the Eels, probably not going to get much out of him either. Uh, up against the Storm, sorry, probably not going to get much out of him either. Yeah, that's a tough one because and because Gutherson is playing in the centres, um, it was a different game from him. 
um, even against the dragons where they like they you know thoroughly beat the the dragons and he um, ended up with seventy odd. Yeah, oh, 70, 70 even, I think. So Big difference but, this week. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The difference between the Dragons currently versus the Storm currently. Even when the Storm, yeah, they've lost two in a row, but they've still been... They defended quite well, I thought, against Cronulla. Um, just a few, you know, things that um, Cronulla took advantage of. You know, they got their shot and they took it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you... That it's not really a, a parade of a parade of good uh, matchups, is it? For any of these guys, I mean, Guth- uh, sorry, um, Madison probably has the matchup, but will he get the ball? Because we've seen the past few weeks, it's just been the Cronk show. Yeah, you've got to go, Madison. You've got to hope that against the Raiders, who might throw the ball around, that the Roosters will be forced to do the same, and Madison scores a try or sets up one and or both. I think. Yep, that I, I think that's probably your best your best bet um, out of those three, um, but I'm not confident in any of them. No. All right, Henry asks: Is Val worth the extra 70k over Tommy Turbo? I can't make up my mind. Both have pretty decent matchups in the last three rounds. Haven't checked the predictor. Well, the predictor's updated as of this recording, so it'll be updated when you're listening to it. And it says Tommy T number one. Um, definitely would be great if you could get Val Hobbs in your lineup, but I would put him in this, that troublesome centre and winger position. I would not be trading out Tommy T. Ryan, um, it's probably probably pretty straightforward. Yeah, if you've got Tommy T, you're going to keep him for sure. Um, look, if you can fit Val Holmes in somewhere else, then by all means, please do that because he is going great. Um, but you, you're not going to put him. Yeah, you just you've got Tommy T. You keep Tommy T. That's that's simple. Tipsy McStagger, well, he's got an answer. He also says, I'd say Turbo scores more points, although it is a coin flip. I think he's about right. Um, he also asks, do the winners of your league leagues actually get something or just bragging rights and the coach of Project Mayhem? I mean, two of your leagues made the finals in both. So you might be coming up against him, Ryan. Look, the plan is, depending on... on sort of availability of, of how we'll go with the app next year um, is to to give a copy, a free copy of the app to both the winners and if Ryan happens to take out either one of them then the second place would get it in that in that situation. Um, some issues whether the app how the app will, will look next year um, but we'll have it figured out over the off season. You know if it if it changes then we'll, we'll figure a different way to make sure that you basically get that information and it's yours, essentially. Um, you know, for, for, well, not free, because you won. So as a prize. Yep. Um, ben asks, why do I never have the willpower to save trains? <laughs> well, I guess it's... Uh it's, uh, I'm showing my age here, but it's a bit like the Seinfeld Master of Your Own Domain episode. <laughs> Now that is a way to finish the show, Ryan. Thank you so much. No worries at all. <laughs> and of course, I am Paulie G. Back again next week. Just a couple to go. Pete will be back next week. And Ryan, you've got one more before our grand. Well, we take a short break and be back for grand final week. Um, but we will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Go to the Tigers Saturday. Big game yeah, against uh, Pete's Dragons. It's all on the line for maybe both clubs, certainly for our club. And um, 
make sure that, you know, I'm sure most of you have already got the app. Very critical time to have that. Be checking it. It's already all updated. Feel free to tweet us or Facebook us at any time this round. Um, we'll be working on some of the games, but um, we'll do my best, level best, to, to check all tweets uh, before kickoff. Um, best that I can do. And uh, hopefully we can help you out with any last-minute information. And we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Good luck all. Bye for now. Thank you.